0: When Vitalik Buterin met Drew Endy is when blockchain met bio. John Cumbers In early April, the synthetic biology and blockchain communities came together in the pop-up city of Zizalu for the Synthetic Biology Summit blockchain meets bio, sustainable biomanufacturing for future network states. Congregating from across the world on the coast of the Adriatic Sea, the body politic to bring the polis to life, attendees spent two days discussing and listening to talks on the futures of everything from science and democracy to innovation and meaningful communities. With SynBioBeta bringing the biology to the table, Zuzalu served as the heart of the blockchain community. The brainchild of Ethereum ETH-0.4% founder Vitalik Buterin, it was built out of a shared desire to learn, create, live longer and healthier lives, and build self-sustaining communities. Buterin welcomed everyone to Zizalu by emphasizing his excitement around creating a space for experimenting with ideas that he and many others have been thinking about in theory, but which have not been discussed or built in practice. For him, the new city creates the opportunity for a sizable enough group of people to come together around such ideas, as actively supported by candidates in the upcoming Montenegrin parliamentary elections in their vision of the country's future, even if temporary. However transient the city may be, the even shorter summit provided a far-ranging overview of the challenges and visions shared between the communities of synthetic biology and blockchain. Ranging from longevity and patient-driven research to localized manufacturing and open science, the potential for collaboration was made abundantly clear through the weekend's lively conversations and panels. Synthetic biology's commitment to an infrastructure for tackling humanity's most pressing problems has never been clearer, from Lanzatech led by Jennifer Holmgren, and Biomason S, led by Ginger Creek Doser, work to transform carbon emissions with microbes, to Bit.Bio S, led by Mark Cotter, cell reprogramming efforts to fight human disease, and Ginkgo Bioworks, led by Jason Kelly, foundry for enzyme, strain, and protein discovery and optimization services. Even with a strong sense of synergy resonant throughout the weekend, it was perhaps most evident during a fireside, rather, seaside, chat between Vitalik Budarin and synthetic biology pioneer Drew Endy. Endy is speaking at SynBioBeta's annual conference at the end of May, and his talk during Zizala's Saturday morning session previewed his ideas around some of the most pressing concerns for synthetic biology. Starting the conversation from that talk, entitled All Atoms Are Local, Building Biotic Futures, but Aaron asked Andy about what aspects of cryptocurrency and blockchain writ large were the most striking as places for collaboration with synthetic biology. Andy emphatically began his reply, the vibe is good. More concretely, he saw questions of who controls what and how to create trust in a zero-trust world as the key philosophical intersections, with network states, possibly offering the socio-political infrastructure within which biology might make the greatest impact. But Aaron was in full agreement with this assessment, despite his self-professed unawareness of synthetic biology until just the month prior, and pointed to the decentralized science or deci- movement as an exemplar in response. We have to create different incentive structures to reward openness and innovation, which means empowering a lot of scientific fields to create that kind of social innovation," Bud Aaron said. For Andy, thinking about how to achieve such lofty goals begins with democratizing biology, or rather, the inverse of it. What is required to be functional in a democracy? He asked Bud Aaron and the audience. Part of Endy's own answer rests in thinking about biologizing democracy instead, such that biology as a way of growing things can give anyone anywhere the set of things needed to survive, and b, a fundamental optionality to undergird citizenship. This aligned quite closely with Buterin's own sense that reduced forms of dependency and security requirements, represented by technologies such as the blockchain, can reduce the fragility of society by enabling cheap, local manufacturing and engendering more independent communities. It's important to follow the actual power to create things that people need more practically for democratic societies and ways of living to thrive," he remarked. However, both Bud Aaron and Andy acknowledged that independence conceptualized as such is a double-edged sword. Endy raised questions of geopolitical stability holding together only because of supply chain interdependence, musing if it would ever be sufficient to recreate mutual interdependence by instrumentalizing network nations and decentralized autonomous communities in blockchain parlance to counterbalance deglobalization through atoms. Vladimir Putin and his invasion of Ukraine served as an instructive example for Bud Aaron of not only the stakes of inaction but also a description of weaponized interdependence as it exists in the world today. Instead, he hopes that we become more likely to have peace than these conflicts if instead of people just being loyal to one thing, we have a more networked world where people are more loyal to different things. Continued consideration of synthetic biology and blockchain in, of, and even as society traverse questions of what kinds of biological futures would be good for humanity and which would be good to avoid. The immediate instinctive answers for Andy were to avoid re-militarizing with synthetic biology and a hope for a biotic culture that can acknowledge biotech as instinctively scary, but allow for, fear as a gift of the chance to be courageous. For him, it's not just bio-terror and bio-error. So how can we get not just to survival utility, but also to the beauty of it in nature all around us, intermeshed with our creativity? In a spirit of embracing monsters and fears, but Aaron shared that the extent to which the ball was dropped on pandemic preparedness really scares him but out of this stems a deepened commitment to empower communities to be part of necessary solutions. The concerns about biology are real and everyone acknowledges them. But compared to fears about AI, synthetic biology seems pretty tame, he quipped. Fielding questions from the audience ranging from alignment and biosecurity, network states, responsibility, and ideas of the good, the two innovator thought leaders took solace in the idea that technology isn't just happening to people, but instead that people are happening to people. Don't put technology between a person and another person. If those people make different decisions, then different things will happen, Andy said, leaving the audience with deep questions about responsibility in a world in which decision making, whether distributed or not, is hard, as Bud Aaron put it simply. It's possible we don't get it right, but the best we can do is create better collective decision-making capacities and use tools that exist to keep discussions open and accessible, the Ethereum founder concluded. With the kernels of reflection and pearls of wisdom that were cultivated in just a short weekend, perhaps taking up the mantle of a distributed world of responsibility means thinking carefully about what kinds of futures each of us wants to build and then figuring out if and how to get there, at the intersection of biology, the blockchain, or whatever frontier might be next. Thank you to Ace Honey Atresh for additional research and reporting on this article. I'm the founder of SynBioBeta and some of the companies I write about, including Lanzatech, Bit.Bio, and Ginkgo Bioworks, are sponsors of the SynBioBeta conference. For more content, you can subscribe to my weekly newsletter.